0: Welcome to all. Today's daf is Baba Kama daf Kufi Aleph, and we are starting about the second line of the two dots with a quote from the Mishnah. Nosan esakezav lo And today's daf is sponsored by L'ilu Nishmas, Mars, Miriam, Sarah, Basi, Yaakov, Ma'isha, Harna, Shamma should have and L'ilu Nishmas Mars, Freydechai, Be'la, Basi, Yitzchok Zvi, Harna, Shamma should Yesterday we had learned about the first two mishmaros of kaihanim, Riv and yadayah and we were discussing gezal Agar. If one stole from a and the gayer died without yarshim, the gezal has to bring the keren l'chaimish to the base of mikdash, and it's given to the kaihanim of that mishmar. So Mishnah had said, if the fellow brings the money to Riv, the Mishmar of week number one and the Asham to Yadaya, the next week's Mishmar, he's Yadze because he did everything in order. But if he does the reverse and he brings the Asham to Yehayariv and the money to Yadaya, he's not Yadze because everything was done out of order. So we have a Bryce expounding on this. Rabban the Bryce says, Nosan a He brought the Asham to Yehayariv, again, which is the first Mishmar, and the money to Yadaya, which is the next week's Mishmar. Yaksar al Asham, Rebbe Huda. Rebbe Huda says that the money has to be given back to where the Asham is, which means Mishmar of Yadaya has to take the money they were just given and give it to Mishmar of Yohair because Yahayiriv has Asham, but Chamaim and the say no; it's all the other way around. Yachzar Asham it's Eitzel Kesef that the Asham is given to where the money is. So Yahayiriv gives the Asham to Yedaya. So we're asked, Heichidami, what's the situation over here? Ilim, if you want to say the Yayvle Asham Yahayiriv Mishmar to Yahayiriv that the fellow gave his Asham to the Mishmar of Yahayiriv when it was their Mishmar. The Kesefle Yedaya be Mishmar to the Yedaya and he gave the money to Yedaya when it was Yedaya's Mishmar, which was the next week. So he says, Each one is Heichid in their own. So Amar Rav Rav explains, Hachama Yisgino, what are we talking about over here? The Yayvle Asham Yahayiriv. He gave the asham to Yahayiriv during their mishmar, which is week one. And he gave the money to the mishmar of Yadayah while it was still the mishmar of Yahayiriv. So Rabbi Yudah holds, the to since it's not Yadayah's mishmar right now, their mishmar is next week. So Yadayah can see only. We can ask Yadayah. That's why the money has to be given to where the asham is, because the asham is by Yahayiriv and Yahayiriv's mishmar right now. Whereas Rabban and Rabbi hold hold the other way around. The bnei yahayiriv they did something wrong by accepting the asham before the kesef was given. Therefore, l'didu hu we can ask them v'yachzer asham eitzal kesef and the asham has to be given to where the kesef currently is. Now we're gonna have a number of brises explaining shitas Rabbi Yehuda. Tanya, amir Rebi Rabbi says bnei asham. If the bnei yahayiriv went and they brought the asham, yachzer b'yavi asham acher the gazlanet has to bring another asham v'yakiru b'nei and the mishra of yedaya will bring it v'zachalalov mashabi adon and these meaning the mishra. So Amri asks, Lamai Khazi, what's it fit for? The Asham was Pasal, it was brought before the money was paid, and that's evidenced by the fact that another ashem has to be brought anyway. So what do you mean that Riv is Zaicha in this asham? Samarovrov so, explains the hides. Even though they can't eat the meat of the Asham, they can still keep the Hide. And time you have another bride, so Ammari Rabbi, Rabbi says, if the Asham is still here and Riv didn't bring it yet, it's al so the Ashim is given to where the money is. Ask the Gemara, how could we say this? Well, Rebbe just told us before that the money is given to where the Asham is, which means that Yedaya has to give the money to Yehoi Riv. And now we're saying that Yehoi Riv has to give the Asham to Yedaya. How does that make sense? So the Gemara answers, What's this price they're talking about? to mishmar Where the Mishmar of Yehoi finished already, and they weren't Tevei Yedaya. hey, give us the money. And it's teaching us that means that they were Michael on it, and therefore they now have to take this Asham that they still have and hand it over to Yadaya. And Taniyidich, we have another brayso. Amar Rabbi, Rabbi says, "We'll give Rabbi Yehuda, coin to imkaim Asham. If the Asham is still here, yachzer kasev eitzel Asham. The money has to be brought to the Asham, which means Yidaya has to bring it to Yohayyiriv." Askemar Pshita, Hachi Islay. This is exactly Rabbi Huda holds. This is what he said on the first brayso. Why do we need to have another brayso that says the same thing? Sigmar so answers, answer is Hachamayeskinun. What's this brayso talking about? Kigundin nafak Meshmaratam dahani udahani. We're talking about where both of their Meshmaris finished. Both Yohayyiriv and Yedaya finished their Meshmaris. Viloy Tavai, and no one was Tavai the other one. So you might think Akhul that they were Michael to each other, and Yahya is basically saying, Yidaya, you could keep the money, and Yidaya is basically saying, You could keep the asham. that we since they weren't each other, we go back to the original din that Yidaya has to give the money to explain The reason why it's not valid in this case that we've been discussing is because if a person gives the asham before he pays for the asham, so he's not Yaize, because it was done out of order. So the like how do we know this? So Answers is because the pasuk over here says Asham hamushav la la'kayin. The guilt payment that's being returned is given to Hashem, which means it's given to the kain. Melvad el kipur ma'asher Besides for the carbon that he's receiving atonement with. So we can infer from here the kasev beresha, that the kasev comes first because first we talk about the asham hamushav, which is the money, and then we talk about the carbon. However, Amar Humer Rabbanu one of the rabbans said to Rava, El meata. If this is really so, we'll have another pasuk that's similar. We have a pasuk that talks about the carbon musaf that's brought on Yantif, and it says habiker. Besides for the oil of the body, Meaning besides with the carbon tamed. Well, here's the question: Hachinami Does that mean that we should understand the pasuk that the carbon musaf is brought first and then the carbon tamed? Well, that can't be because says How do we know that nothing's allowed to be brought before the Tumishal Shachar, the tamed that's brought in the morning? Tamelemer because the pasuk says And what's the drasha? V'amarav says Ayla Rishaina. When we say with this extra hay hair, this focus on the hay, that means it's the first ayla, meaning the carbon is the first carbon that's brought every single morning. In other words, we're not going to bring the carbon Mosav before the carbon Eilat. So this is an incorrect way to understand the Pasuk. So I'm going to respond to him, I learn it from a different part of the Pasuk. The Pasuk says that he has to return the asham, the guilt money, besides for the Eilat Asher Yichaper Bay, that he will eventually get a Kapara with. by the only keeper, and he still didn't get a Kapara with it yet. In other words, this future tense of Asher Yichaper Bay, that he will get a Kapara with, is telling us that the carbon comes later, meaning later on he's going to get a Kapara, but first he has to give the money. And continuing, we said the mission not karen that if he gave the karen and not the chaimesh, the kapara is not ma'akev. And if he brings the carbon after giving the karen, even though he did not bring the chaimesh yet, he still has a kapara. And we have a shem hevi me'ilasai. How do we know if a person brought his me'ilah, which means he misappropriated hekdesh and now he paid for it? That's what we're calling bring his me'ilah hevi ashamai. But he didn't bring his carbon asham for being over me'ilah or asham hevi He brought his carbon asham for being over me'ilah, but he didn't actually pay for the me'ilah. He didn't pay for what he misappropriated. Shallah that he's not Yahidse? Tambolim, because the Pasuk says, Be'el asham v'nislachhoi. And we now in shim heavy ashamay, milasay. How do we know that if he brought his carbon asham before he brought the Me'ila, before he paid for it, Shallah that he's not Yahidse? Tambolim, because the Pasuk says, Be'el asham And what does this tell us? Ha'asham, bekavar. The asham, which is referring to the payment, that has to be before, meaning that has to be before the carbon. Now, Yahoo, you might think to use the Ba'asa. Just like the isle and Asham are ma'ak each other, so too the Chaymish is all. Also, Tamil, which is what the Pasek says, And what do we learn from here? That only the Ail and the Asham, the carbon and the payment itself, they're Ma'akev if he doesn't bring them. But the Chaimish itself is not Ma'akev. Now, this is all limud in regards to Me'ila. And we'll learn hektish from Hedyot and Hedyot from hektish. So Hedyot, what are we learning from Hedyot to Hasam, Just like the Asham over there, that's referring to Hedyot, meaning when a person steals from a ger. That's when the Pasek says, Ha'asham ha'musha. Of Karen, that's referring to the Karen itself, Af Asham so to the Asham over here of the Pasik of Me'ila, Karin, that's talking about the Karen, just the base payment. what are we learning from Hektish? To Hediat, Ma Hektish, In Ma'akiv, just like when we're talking about Me'ila, which is Hektish, the like Khamish is not Ma'akiv, like we just learned before the Bresa, Af to Nami, so to dealing with a Hediat, meaning Gezla Ger, like in our Mishnah, In Khamish Ma'akiv, the Chemish is not Ma'akiv, which is what we had said. Hajj Allah Gazal Master finishing the ninth parakamsach's Babakama, just like we were finished like this parak together. Which masechah to finish the entire masechah together, and of course. All of shots together. And now to Kafir is beginning the last parak of the Masechta. The Mishnah says, A person who stole something and he fed it to his children. Or, He left it in front of them, which means he died and he left it over as Yerusha to them. They don't have to pay for it. And right now we're understanding this line to mean that if he had stolen a which means if he stole property, so then they do have to pay for that which their father stole. So now we're exploring the Mishnah. says gazal says, If someone stole something and the Bylim, the original owner, was not Miyaish He did not give up hope. And somebody came and ate it from the goslin. The nigzal, the one who was stolen from, could collect from whomever he wants. So let's say Ruvain stole Yaakov's hamburger, and then Shimon came along and ate the hamburger. And Yaakov was not Mi'ayesh. He always had hope he's going to get his hamburger back. So if is saying that he could collect from whomever he wants. The one who stole it, Ruvain, or the one who ate it, Shimon. And my time, why is that? Because as long as the Bailim weren't miyayish, as long as they didn't give up hope, it's considered to be in his rishos. So when Shimon ate the hamburger, it's as if he ate Yaakov's hamburger and not Reuven's. But now we ask a question on this. Tanan, our Mishnah just said, if a person stole something and fed it to his children, or if he left it to them as a Shalem, they're part from paying. And it clearly seems not like a v'chizda. The father stole it, they ate it. According to Yerusha, he should be able to collect from either one. So I'm going to tell you, what's the Mishnah talking about? It was already after Yish, after the Nigzal gave up hope, so then the Yorshim don't have to pay. And we continue explain the Mishnah, we said, I mean, in Yerusha, if he left it to them, which means if the father, the goslin, died, and you left this gazela to his children, so they don't have to pay. Now, Ram Bar Rehman says says, so tells us, that the, Yairish, that the, of the Yairish, meaning when children inherit their father, that's like the rishus of Laikah, it's as if they bought it. And just like when a stolen item is purchased, it goes through shina rishus, and that's significant enough of a shinoi that we say it now most definitely left the original owner's rishus. So through the yarshim, says Ram bar when the goslin dies and leaves a stolen item for his kids, that's shina rishus, and they don't have a chiv to Return it to the original owner. However, Rava Rav says, Rishos Yarish Lavkar Rishos like Hach That the Rishos of the Yarshim is not like they bought it, and therefore it's not considered to be Shin Rishos. <muchim> what are we talking about in our Mishnah? <muchim> We're talking about where they ate it, they consumed the item, and so it's not here anymore, and that's why they don't have to return it, because they weren't the ones that stole it. Asked Kumar, how could Rava say that? <muchim> From the fact that the Sefer of the Mishnah says, <muchim> If their father had stolen a W.S.H. by which means if it was property, so Chayavim the Yarshim do have to pay. <muchim> That's Mashman, the duration in the Mishnah is talking about where the Gzela is still here. It just happens to be that it's a Dever She'en by Achryas, meaning it's metaltalin, and that's why they don't have to return it. But the Mishnah is not talking about where it was consumed, so how could Ravah say that? So I'm like, Ravah, Rav tell you, this is what the Mishnah is saying at the end. Avim if their father left them over Achryas Nechassim, meaning if their father left them over property, l'shalim, then they have to pay. In other words, Ravah has a totally different understanding of this last line in the Mishnah. It's not that if their father had stolen property, they have to return it. It means that if their father left them property that belongs to him, him, then they have to pay for the stolen item. Ask the Gemara, how could Rebbe say that? Rebbe taught his son, the Loy Davar Sheesh Mamesh, Mamish, when a Mishnah says, Davar Sheesh B'Achrayas, it doesn't have to be referring to Davar Sheesh B'Achrayas, meaning property. Even if we're talking about the father stole a cow and they're plowing with it, or a donkey and they're using it, they have to return this, even though it's Metalthalin, because of the honor of their father. If the Yarshim continue using the stolen item, people are going to say, Wow, that's a thing that their father stole. That's going to bring a lack of covenant to their father and therefore they have to return it. So we see very clearly according to Rebbe that our Mishnah is talking about the stolen item itself that has to be returned and not property that their father left them that's being used to pay for the stolen item. Elam so rather Rava says, don't worry, I'm going to continue explaining the Mishnah like I do because I actually have a B'raisa that supports me. Kish Chivna, when I die, says Rava, Nafik Ishai, Ishaya is going to come out to greet me, because I explained our Mishnah like him. If a person steals something and feeds it to his children, his children don't have to pay, if he died and he left it to them, as a Yerusha, so if the Gzelo is still here, then they have to pay. But if the, if, the if the is not here, they don't have to pay. Whereas if their father left them, meaning he left them property, so then they do have to pay for the stolen item, even though the stolen item is not here. So if you have a befer Rosh from Rabbi Shaya, exactly the way the Rav explained the Mishnah. So you're right, even though Rabbi explained the Mishnah differently, Rav has support from a Shaya, so there's no problem, and now we just analyze this brysa. Aramay, so, we had just said this brysa in exile kaiyam If the exile is not here paturin, so they don't have to pay. Let's say the brysa's refutation are of Chizda, because Chizda had said before that if Ruvain stole and Shimon ate it, the owner can demand payment from either Ruvain or Shimon. Meaning there still is a chive to pay, even though the item isn't here anymore. But the brysa clearly shows not like that. So Gamar answers, I'm the Chizda. tell you, what's the brysa referring to? Yish, after yish, and that's why it doesn't have to be paid for. So, we have another question, Aramay, we had just said in the so Xel Kayamas, and the is here, Khayamalashalim, so they do have to pay. Name so Let's say there's a refutation on bar Barchama, because bar Barchama said that if there's Shin Rishos, then the gazlins Yarshim get to keep it, even though the item is here. And so the brass is clearly showing out like that. So Gemara says, I'm looking at Ramarchama. Rambrachham would answer you. he what's the brass referring to? on the Top. Lifne Yosh. That's before Yosh. And even though there was Sheen Rishos, since there wasn't also Yosh, the Yarshim don't acquire it and they would have to return it. However, if there was Yosh and Sheen Rishos, so then they don't have to return it. So there's no stira. We're going to stop here for the day. We'll pick up tomorrow and continue to talk about Shittah and Barakama. For now, everyone should have a wonderful day.